This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. This is the Blue White Breakdown, the premier podcast for all things Penn State football. Talk about culture. It's something that should show up in every aspect of your program. It's the Blue White Breakdown, brought to you by Penn Live. Here are your hosts, Bob Flounders and David Jones. Oh, yeah. It's Blue White Breakdown time. Bob Flounders, Dave Jones. Dave, I'm just going to get right to it on this late Wednesday morning. We got quite the coordinator battle on Saturday night. <laughs> Brian Ferentz versus Manny Diaz. Who you got? Brian Ferentz. You think I'm kidding. I'm not kidding. It, it ain't, it ain't going to be about the coordinators. <laughs> I, 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 watched, I watched Iowa against Western Michigan, and it's Western Michigan, which isn't even, isn't even pep boy Western Michigan anymore. They're not rowing the boat anymore. Uh, it's it's a it's a also ran Mac program, but Iowa is doing something with their offensive line that they haven't done in years, and it, they actually looked really good. They are running the ball with this kid named Lashawn Williams, and they're running gap scheme stuff. They're they're pulling and run and running counter stuff that they haven't run in years, and they did it like all of a sudden in the middle of the season. Everyone's everyone's zone blocking like Wisconsin started doing. 20 years ago, and Iowa kind of followed along. But this is like the old days of Kirk Ferentz, who was an old offensive line coach. And um, I don't know, maybe he installed this. I'm not sure. No, no, it's all Brian. It's all Brian. Doesn't it so remind you of the old days of Jay Paterno 20 years ago? He was getting a hellacious Might want to tread lightly here, David. You might want to tread lightly, but go ahead. Well... Jay, unlike Brian, uh, eventually pumped out a couple of Big Ten players of the year, both quarterbacks. So he accomplished much more than Brian has. And oh, Caden McNamara though. Caden McNamara doesn't look very good. Hey, that was that was a deadpan, Dave. That was a classic sarcasm. Dead, yeah, he, he's been awful. Yeah, awful. like awful, awful. Like barely fifty percent. The test is whether. Penn State is tough enough at scrimmage. They didn't look very tough to me against Illinois early in that game. They were getting gashed. Um, we will see. They can run around. They can certainly run around. But I don't know if they can withstand. So if you just look at their the last this winning streak, especially with Manny, they the first drive is always an adjust. They they just tighten the screws after the first drive. It's pretty been pretty consistent. The one, the one outlier. There was two outliers. It was uh, not outliers, but Michigan just just completely thrashed them. And the, everyone looks at that that Ohio State score and all those points, but those two or three turnovers in the fourth quarter that handed Ohio State points. It was Penn State was in the lead in that game. It was like I think it was thirty. The only comparable game is the Michigan game. Yeah, not, not yeah. I, I just think that you're going to see. Te- I think in most college games, you're going to see teams. Because you're scripting plays, right? You're scripting your best plays. You're going to see the the best they got right out of the gate. But what happens 
you know, on the second or third drive. And I just thought Illinois, they just beat the snot out of Luke Altmaier. He got hit a ton, he, even though he wasn't sacked a lot. Adisa Isaac, I thought he was going to put him in the hospital with one of the hits he had on him. Everyone, everyone was blasting him. And I know that Iowa's, Iowa's uh, offense is different, but I just, you know, without without that big tight end, you mentioned the running back, but the other two aren't going to play. I just, I don't know that they have the depth or or the originality to confound this defense for 60 minutes. I mean, they might they might get no, it. Confound? No. No. This is going to be a game management. This is going to be one of those things. This is what I think, okay? You can laugh at me or mock at me. I'm putting it out there. We will. This is... <laughs> I compared Kirk Ferentz to the cooler. You, know, you remember William H. Macy? You know, he, they're, they're the team that you don't respect, that crops up in the middle of nowhere. And we know about all the games where they've beaten much superior teams back through the years. Yeah, it's actually maddening, but they do it. On yeah, a- maddening is the word. And 008 and 09 back to back against, of course, those were Jay Paterno offenses. <laughs> but but you remember those games and, and Claiborne in the 09 game just took it over the 21. Yeah, what a player. What a All player. of those. And then you've got Ohio State in 2017, Michigan in 2016. Those were really, really good teams that Iowa just kind of lulled to sleep. Uh, the, the Ohio State game was a total outlier because they scored 55. Three, three of those four games were at Iowa, but yeah, right. I gotcha. But one of them was here. In the rain. In a whiteout in the rain. Yeah, they got up 10 nothing, and they thought it was going to be a route, and they didn't do a single thing the rest of the game. What's, what's going to happen on Saturday? It's a whiteout in the rain. I don't think anyone takes Iowa seriously. All four of those games we just mentioned, Iowa was plus seven or more. I mean, they, they were not expected to do anything. They were unranked in every game. They're barely ranked now. A lot of people should say they shouldn't be ranked at all, right? Did you know that's, they were ranked? That should be like Brian Ferentz's like, like business card, barely ranked, something <laughs> like that. Well, no one expects them to do anything in this game. Oh, I, well, I, I, I can't wait for this prediction because I, I think you're going you're gonna to be swimming upstream on this one, and I'm here for it. I know. It's okay. I am here for it. What do you think? Right. So you, you've seen some of the Iowa offense. And we, I think that by now, Dave, most people, not all of them, know about the Brian Ferentz contract. But for those who don't, maybe could you give like a 60-second primer on what – he's the son of Kirk. They, were, they, 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 didn't want, they didn't want him to come back after last year because they were so bad. But he is back, but there are some stipulations. There are so many parallels to the Jay Paterno story. I've been, <laughs> trying, to get, I've been trying to get Scott Docterman to write this for like three years because they just haven't been worth a damn. What have they averaged? 17.7 points last year. So if that's he can, what's if, that's incredible. The corner had three. That corner had three. These days, 17.7, that's like 12, 20 years ago. 23.4 the year before. They just haven't had any firepower. So there was so much pressure on Kirk. And, and there are so many parallels with Joe and Jay back in, in 20, 20 years ago, exactly, 03, 04. So that unlike Joe and Jay, 
They put a stipulation in his contract, which is $925,000 a year for this, that if he doesn't score 25 points a game, which would be 325 over a 13-game schedule, assuming they make a bowl game, which I'm sure they will. Well, if they don't, then he's fired anyway. So, <laughs> <laughs> so then his, his, his contract is null and void, and then they negotiate it down to, you know, whatever. They're, they're not going to fire him, but maybe he'll make eight. Oh, I want to see, I want to see him not hit the mark and come back. I want to see that. Oh, it's Kirk Ferentz, man. Jay always came back. I don't Jay. know. That feels like, that feels like pulling a fast one. I don't know about well, that. The power is the power. Anyway, if you go on the Sickos Committee website, you can buy, you can purchase right now. A drive to 325 t-shirt, which I think <laughs> I need in my collection. That's, that's that's I know we know some writer that we that used to work at the Patriot News that would love that t-shirt. Uh our intern Doug Lamarice, I think, would oh, that's right. Yeah. Would would love that. Doug's been pretty critical last year of Brian Ferris holding a job at Iowa. And I think he is I don't think he's laying in the weeds. I think he's just out in wide open spaces, just waiting to see if he's gonna do this. So it's um it's a scene, man. <laughs> and and you know those people in Iowa, they really they're really nice people, but even they're like up in arms. They're like that drunken mob two years ago. Yeah, I was gonna say they weren't that nice three <laughs> years ago. I would say opposite of nice, but yeah, no, they really are usually nice, but they just can't hold their liquor. And that was I their. I think first. they can hold it. I just think they exceeded like maximum capacity. Yeah, that was their first foray into uh public liquor sales at Kinnick Stadium. And they were right. double fisted the whole game. I'm not I think kidding. they were. I think they were. Anyway. God bless them all. It is it is a fight. I just think everyone is thinking, well, the Lions are gonna get back for two years ago. This is almost a completely different team than two years ago. Half of these guys weren't even there. I, I just think two years ago is 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 irrelevant. I would say the coaching staff remembers and if they get a chance to if they get a chance late in the game, it might be a 2017 Michigan game when they're when they're running up tempo trying to score to to pile on. But yeah, um, Dave. So the lines is that. Right. What do you think? Are we gonna are we gonna see are we gonna see Sam Wormley on the trap play uh, <laughs> uh, to, to to go in for fourteen? That was Michigan State. 14, 14, 14 and a half, and the total is forty, which is forty representative of what the expectation <laughs> is for both offenses just tremendous 40 so that, that is that's essentially they're, they're 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 calling what is that 30 to that's an iowa number they're calling 30 27 30, 13 27 13 yeah yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah um so we'll see i just think that uh it's i'm, I'm looking forward to seeing this game i'm looking forward to seeing these two defenses and uh I, I I just think there's some things that Penn State on offense needs to needs to sort out. I thought that they really missed the one wideout last week, Harrison Wallace. But again, that shouldn't have been a reason for them to just really struggle so much in the passing game. They, they have other players, and and the running game, you know, other than really Katron Allen, who's been consistent, it's just been it's been tough. Illinois had two really good defensive players, and they definitely brought their A games, but. It took it took Penn State a while to, to get control of that game, and, and and that surprised me a little, given how poorly Illinois had played on defense the first two games. And they couldn't handle Johnny Newton at all. No, um, 
Well, he's good. He is good. Uh, yeah. he's, I think he's the best defender in the whole Big Ten. I've I've looked at the league for yeah. three he weeks is, now. He is, and he is ready for the – he's an NFL body, and he is – he doesn't need to add anything. He can just show up right now. Plug him yeah, away. man. Uh, he's a player. So, Iowa doesn't have anybody like that. They're, they they They're not getting a lot of pressure on the quarterback, Lucas Van Ness. Where did Van Ness go? Did, is he in the NFL? Packers. Packers? Okay. Packers. And, and Jack Campbell, who is where, – where the hell is he? He was a first-round uh, – Detroit, right? He's yeah. in the line, yeah. yeah. They're missing those guys. And Jack Campbell was an animal. I mean, he really – he's the guy knocked that Clifford knocked on Clifford down and out and bro- busted his ribs up. So they're not that team. But let me tell you, Phil Parker is the best defensive coordinator of any tenure in the Big Ten. Now, you could argue about Manny and, and Manny's yeah. been no, really you know, you know, I think Phil Parker's body of work is really outstanding. But, but body of work-wise, Phil Parker, 22 years, going on 23 behind Kirk Ferentz, is terrific. And they run a zone scheme where they basically sucker young quarterbacks. Well, this will be a totally different test for Drew Aller. And it, it's completely different than Illinois because they played a lot of man. This is going to be zone, and they sucker you into throws that you think are there, and then they move off their guys and pick them off. And they've got a lot of those guys still back. they got Cooper, Cooper DeGene back. They've got some hitters on the back end on his defense, and they're going to be a tough nut for him to crack, man. They're, they're going to be, they're going to be not, not fun in, in a rainy, dark, and kind of dank um, atmosphere. Yeah, you, I'm glad you mentioned the, 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 the defense they play in the secondary. Dave, you remember we were watching in the press box. Drew made some great throws against West Virginia where he threw against his body late down the middle. Um, then the guys were open, but you got to be careful doing that against Iowa's secondary because you're right. They are what looks like it might be open, might be part of their plan. And if, if he's not very careful, he hasn't, he hasn't turned the ball over. He almost did against West Virginia. If he's not real careful, they're going to get a couple against him. They ambush. Well, they they sucker guys. They make they disguise that zone and move off their men and move into passing lanes that look like they're open, and they're really good at it. And Phil Parker teaches it. Um, so I don't know if Drew Aller is going to respond to this kind of challenge, but half of half of my pick is going to be that he's going to have a rough night. And I think this team is going to be resilient. And and in fact, I think they're very capable and very very well could beat both Ohio State and Michigan because they're gonna they're gonna gather themselves out after this. But I don't think anyone in this league is all that great. I think we could see all of those top three lose to each other, like a one-one-one kind of scenario, but also lose to somebody they shouldn't. And this is going to be my pick for Penn State losing to somebody they shouldn't. Uh, yeah, I mean, the Illinois 2022 version was better than a lot better than I, you know. But they survived in Ann Arbor. I mean, I mean, Ann Arbor, Michigan survived in Ann Arbor late in the year, where I thought Illinois had them beat, and that was a really good Michigan team. And there will be there will each. I think you're right. All three of these Big Ten East teams that are they're flawed. They're they're gonna yeah, but I think I think they're all gonna have a game where no one sees it coming, and they're really gonna have to gather themselves in the fourth quarter to win. Yeah. So I'm not saying this is gonna wreck the season at all. I'm just saying this looks like a landmine to me, and we'll see if it works out because no one no one's gonna predict this. 
You know that. I mean, nobody is going to predict this. Even the Iowa guys aren't predicting this. I'm not just trying to be different. I've just seen this movie so many damn times under Kirk Ferentz. I have, and Phil Parker, more important. And I, if you look at what they're doing the, with the running game, I think they, they can do just enough to game manage this into the fourth quarter, and then maybe something wacky will happen. Iowa should not beat Penn State. They are a 14-point underdog for a reason. This is the Blue-White Breakdown. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you've found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Well, Dave, I'll give my pick later, but why don't you just go? You've already you've already toe dip. Why don't you just say it right now? So the Penn State fans are startly are watching you right now. So just tell me your score and maybe one or two things. You've you've you've, you've kind of gone into detail. How do you how do you see it unfolding? What's your score? And uh, and uh, and you've said why you feel so strongly about this, but what? Let's just give it out now. Uh, Iowa twenty three, Penn State seventeen. Okay, is it a game where the you think that I will be Penn State's going to have to play from behind, or do you, do you see Iowa? Usually, when Penn, Iowa wins these games, they get control of them, and you just can't you just can't rally back against them. They don't. They very rarely make a drive on offense to win the game. I I see. I'm going to predict at least three Penn State turnovers. That's what has to happen for Iowa to win this game. So you have to predict that. Uh, a couple of picks of Aller. Um, maybe a, a fumble of some kind, maybe a, a special teams gaffe, which, you know, Penn State, is ha- Penn State has hardly been airtight on special teams. This is the kind of stuff that happens. And, and at the end, if you get Penn State backpedaling, I think Iowa has enough guys where they can run at the quarterback uh, in unexpected circumstances, they get a linebacker named Jay Higgins, who I really like, a, long, a young linebacker. And they've got a bunch of guys who hit, uh, Schulte and um, DeGene, and they've got a, a corner who's a, a really good hitter. It's, I mean, strong safety. And Xavier, I don't know how to say his name, Nangpa. They're a little more athletic on defense, actually, than a typical Iowa team. So if they can smell blood in the water in this game, I don't think the whiteout or any of that stuff is going to matter. The longer it goes and the longer they hang in there, the, the more pressure will, will be in evidence. Now, Cade McNamara has been awful, but we saw Cade McNamara two years ago who threw for 2,500 yards, who was a really good game manager and took Michigan into the college football playoff. He's, he's been around. He's been around. He's, 
he hasn't looked great at Iowa. You know, what, what would you look like if you had to go play for Brian Ferentz? You know, you might, you might, you might not, you might not have your mojo right, really on right, right away. I don't really know what Cade was thinking actually about that. <laughs> he was thinking, hmm, who really, really needs a quarterback? <laughs> Can I work with this guy though? All right, I'll give it a shot. I'll give it a shot. McCarthy had replaced him and he had few options and, and he needed to, he needed to move. Iowa is going to have a good defense. You've got a chance to win in that division. You've got a chance to win that division. Yeah, and then you get to the Big Ten title game and get smoked. <laughs> yeah, probably. But the, the Big Ten West is worse than ever. So, so he probably had that in his mind. He's got a fairly easy schedule. Uh, they, they get Michigan State after this, and then it's just a, a long line of uh, canned hams. Nebraska. Yeah, they got Rutgers, which is actually a better team. I mean, look out for Rutgers. Uh, but, but yeah, I mean, it's the, the whole West. There's nobody worth a damn in the whole division. I think I was probably going to win it. I picked Wisconsin, but they look horrible. So somebody's got to get a roll going. Next week, I want Big Ten West uh, Division of the Damned is what I would like to see. <laughs> well, you know, did you, did you hear – that um, the new Pac-2 and Mountain West, whatever the hell it's going to be. I saw the rumor about that, yeah. Promotion and relegation, like the Premier League? Yeah. Who would, who would the Big Ten West be in coots with for that? Well, it's got to be Indiana, and we promote promote Toledo. If, you, if you're bad enough. Ooh, it's, let's, a Mac. Let's, it's the I Mac. Know, I just say put Bucknell in there. That might be <laughs> you're, just, you're just angling for Lehigh. I know what you're doing. <laughs> Yeah. Give me, give me Lehigh Bucknell. Yeah. I, mean, I don't know. But, I don't know. But when this came out, and and um, uh, who was it? Who was it that put that up? I just saw it on Twitter. I didn't see the. I didn't see the source though. Oh, it was it was Sports Sales. It was Ross Ross Dellinger. Uh, he put it up, and he, he's a really good reporter. So if he, if he put it up, there's got to be some legs in it. It's it's a proposal, is what he said. Not anything cast in stone, but wouldn't that be incredible? You know, and and I I dug up a column I did on it, and it's ten years ago. It said what what would happen if we had promotion and relegation in the Big Ten with the MAC, and there there it was from ten years ago. And I think back then Purdue was really awful. I remember that, that guy they had coaching them from Kent State, and I can't. I think Western Michigan was going to come up with Pep Boy back then. PJ Flex, say his name, Dave. Say his name. <laughs> what, listen to you. You mispronounce everyone's name on purpose. You're still saying Bilemma. You mispronounce Fleck, though. I can you get say Bilemma and Ferenc all the time. Who are you talking to? You do it on purpose. Dave, what better time now that we got some momentum than to take the momentum away and say, hey, Penn State viewers and listeners, we want you to join our tech subscriber base. A lot of great banner. Dave's on there. I'm on there. Johnny McGonagall is on there. All you got to do, if you're interested, is text LIONS, L-I-O-N-S, to 717-912-9969. Make it happen. You can get some stuff from Dave over the weekend when he's all cranked up at halftime. And maybe maybe on a Sunday, it's going to be worth your while. He's a, he's He is a wildcat. You never know. He's a firecracker. He's already picking. With com- not confidence, but he's 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 made a reasoned pick that Iowa will beat Penn State twenty three to seventeen. 
He's he's given his reasons, and they do make sense. Penn State's due um, to turn the ball over. I mean, I know due's not maybe not the right word, but to to go three games without without a turnover is rare stuff. And this is a team in a close game that if you turn it over enough, uh, you're going to either struggle to win or you're not going to win the game. So he likes them. So you guys need to call. You need to text Lions to that number, and you're going to hear from them every Saturday. And if I'm wrong, it's a great chance to mock me, which is what everyone. This is what I live for, Pence. This is another reason why you can mock him directly. I mean, I'm not going to give out his cell phone number. I'm tempted to, but uh, I mean, that's that's you know, that's one of the perks of maybe text subscriber to me. You should threaten that to me. You know, if you get pissed off at me for some reason, I don't want to. I will. I don't want to. Penn State fans, I have it memorized. It just takes one big, big mistake from Dave. You know, you know what that number. You never know what that number used to be, right? Yeah, it used to be mine. Yeah, yeah. Like, give me five seconds. That was back. Now he's got his. Are you gonna bring your flip phone back? Oh, Dave has kept his flip phone. From that my, was yours, buddy. Oh, he's kept this my is the flip one. phone from two thousand and seven. Two thousand two. Two thousand one. You gave me. This was your first cell phone. I don't know why you kept the cover, but that's great. Well, how could you not keep the cover? Did you, uh, do you still have your Tandy T200? Do you want to show the fans <laughs> that or anything else we break out from the 60s? I, <laughs> I, you're hung up on some clown from the 60s, man. Look at this thing. Look uh, at it. It's, it's, it's kind of feels I like that. I believe. Yeah, 20, 21 years. Um, yeah, so that was, that was your number that I acquired. We still haven't said the number yet, but I know what number you're talking about. Yes. And I um, think I got your old number. We switched. I didn't have a number. I didn't have a cell phone. I thought, oh. Yeah. You got the cell phone first, and then I got it. Yeah. And I do have my 1995 power book, which is like the weight of a a Buick Compact. I mean, it's it's huge. It's got this giant nickel battery. <laughs> what up, Dave? Do you have any any other points before we wrap this bad boy up? Is there anything else? Any keys? Any players on Iowa that Penn State fans should wa- watch? Other than the names you've given, I know James loves the the this the uh, the corner, and rightly so. He, he's going to have to be careful with him. But I just on the offensive side, it just seems like they're going to need some help. I was going to need some help to, to to keep it closer to win the game. Yeah, of course they are. Uh, I think he's probably talking about Cooper DeGene, right? Yeah. Um, there's a kid they've got named Sebastian Castro, who is their nickelback, who also is very savvy, but he's he's more of a hitter. I mean, he he really cracks heads, and he's he's not afraid of so the, the football has gotten a little. If you go back, do you, I know you go back and watch games from 20, 30, 40 years ago, and I think the rules have really taken hold on defensive players and they just don't, they're afraid of hitting somebody too hard, even if they use good technique. You really can't intimidate anymore. You just can't. No, no. They're just afraid of doing that, which is it's gained the desired effect on a lot of these guys. But Castro is a little bit of a throwback. He will, he will crack heads. And Iowa still can't score despite that. Despite the fact that I'm calling for two defensive TDs in this game. So just just so you know, my Brian Ferentz over Manny Diaz prediction was not genuine. It's just he's going to get a lot of help. The one player I think Penn State fans don't they're not going to want to hear this, but that is perfect for this Iowa style. Their punter Tory Taylor 
might be the best punter in the nation. Averages 46 yards a kick, excels at pinning teams inside their 20. And they're going to try and make Penn State's offense go 85 yards, 90 yards on most possessions. At the very least, it's going it's to shorten the game. And they're, they're counting on if they can go 12 or 13 plays, maybe they'll score. But that's hard to do against this. And, and you know they're going to load the box. Phil Parker is going to make the young quarterback beat him. That is the common denominator with Illinois and Aaron Henry. They're going to make the young quarterback beat him. And he's going to depend on a bunch of wideouts that have not looked real good. That's the other thing, man. They've dropped a lot of balls, which they haven't done the last few years. And I don't see one guy who's emerged. It's not Lambert Smith as a go-to receiver uh, on this group. And I think this is a game where you kind of need one. They've they've had uh, Jahan Dotson and Parker Washington and geez, all the way back to, to Hamler, Chris yeah, Godwin, all the all the way back to Robinson. They've they've always had this guy every year, and I don't see one yet. So we'll see. I think that Penn State knows that I'm not gonna I'm not gonna use the word cautious on offense, but I do think they are aware of the scenario in which they can lose this game, and I think. Um, they'll be aggressive at times when they can, but I do think that is something that will be he'll, it'll be present in Drew's mind, and I think Mike Yersich will probably call the game with that in mind. He was the he was the play caller uh, in 2021 when Iowa's defense, you know, the, Clifford got knocked out, but it was you know they were yeah, they were going to win the ball yeah. over. Yeah, but it was win. really it was really I the only reason Iowa really caught Penn State was. They just couldn't do anything on offense. This this offense can do something, but I do think they're worried about maybe being too aggressive. I think that Penn State will be cautious, but I do think I do think if they get a lead, I think I think it could be a tough night for Iowa. I have a twenty nine to nine. That is my weird score for you, Dave. I just think you're going to see a lot of field goal attempts, and you're not going to see a lot of uh, a lot of like fifty or sixty yard touchdown drives just because of the quality of the defenses and also. That Iowa kicking game is very good, and I think it's going to be real hard to march the field against that team. So I do think, I do think the under is definitely in play, but I just, I just cannot, in good <laughs> Dave, I cannot side with Brian Ferentz and McNamara. I, I just cannot do it, and I will not do it, and that is why I like Penn State twenty-nine to nine. And uh, if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. I just, I am not betting on those two. No you way. You are taking taking the road off traveled and that's okay I mean, <laughs> probably the smarter the smarter man in this situation we'll, we will see this has been the blue white breakdown brought to you by pen live